0: Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster f- Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben, Doc G, Gordon. And we are on the air. What? Welcome to the Doc G Show. I am your host... Doc G, with me, as always, Dave Burles Berlin. Dave, how's it going, man? Ke- good, man, I'm keeping the spot closest to your warm this week. <gasps> nice. No. You know,
1: Just, Justin's always the first one. Well,
0: that's what, I, I got excited. I had to jump in on you there cause, <gasps> because I only have one co-host, and I was like, ah, I don't know what to do. Ah! So true. Got a little scared. Say words. Word. <laughs> exactly, I didn't know what to do, man. But uh, I've got I've got a little bit of sad news. Hmm. What's wrong? I was in a car wreck last week. Wait,
1: what? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You all right?
0: Yeah, don't worry. Nothing nothing happened. Uh, nothing happened with this too ugly guy for TV. What? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm still oh, my gosh. same ugly self. But the car. You need a chiropractor or a lawyer. Hmm. I got you. Well, I, I don't need. Well, hmm. no, I don't need either. Now that I think about it, no. No, but. Okay. My car was damaged. Jeez. Yeah. Oh,
1: dude, that's the worst. Yeah, it was Wh- it was What happened? Well,
0: I came to a stop sign and uh, I was getting ready to pull out and mm-hmm. uh, I was clear on both sides and I was like, "Okay, I'm good." And right as I'm pulling away from the stop sign, uh, a truck slams into the back of my car. Oh, come yeah. On dude like pretty oh. pretty good moving too like i'd say like a good like eh, 15 miles 10 miles per hour something like that you know it wasn't like dude, a that, bump it that's was close to mine yeah I, i've got to say i think unless you're like in a destruction derby business you never mm-hmm. get familiarized with the feeling of getting in a wreck Nope. you know no Cause like, Definitely not. Because, like, it hit me, and I was just like, what, da? Ah, da! what, And I was just, like, looking around, like, and then, then like, you put it together, and after five seconds, you're like, oh, right, it hit me. Okay, I get it. I get it. I understand. Dude, you were lucky.
1: In mine, I, like, stopped at the light, and I looked, and I, I was like, man, I had to stop kind of quick. Like, let me see where that car behind me is. Yeah. And I looked, and I saw that that car was, like, flying. Yeah. Into I was like, dang, I don't know
0: if they have time nope. to stop. Nope, yeah. Now, I've been in... A- and then you said, bam. I've been in that situation, too. That was the first time I got in a wreck in my Honda was Leonard Goff, who was a 93-year-old gentleman with the perfect name for a 93-year-old gentleman, Leonard Goff. Yes! Um Yeah, Jared's uh, great-grandfather. Apparently, apparently. He, uh... He slammed in he slammed into the car behind me and it was going so fast that it forced that car into me. Jeez. That's how hard oh, he was going. But anyway, so this wreck um I mean, I wasn't too concerned uh until I got out and I started looking at the damage and the reason that I started getting concerned yeah, my car's not worth a lot, hmm. you know? It's mm-hmm. it's not worth a lot and I started looking at the damage and I think the frame's bent. Jeez. I'm a little concerned. Uh-oh. The car may be totaled, you know? Yeah. I'm a little concerned. I was explaining this to someone and before I could even get to the end they were like, "Well, yeah, your car sucks." Wait, what? And it took me <laughs> it took me back for a second. I I became offended. I was like, yeah,
1: "Only you can say that."
0: Exactly. I was like, "Whoa. Whoa." Easy there, bud. That's a fact. You know how many times this car has got me to 7-Eleven, no probs? You know how, mm-hmm. how much raw tunage has been pumped out of those speakers? It's a, so much. It's a cherry. It's sweeter than sugar, bro. <laughs> you watch your mouth. That's right. You know? But, th- but then I took a step back, and, and I was like, oh, my car does sort of suck. All oh, right, But it's just like you said. Other people can't do that. I think, mm-hmm. it's like it's like that f- up everybody has as a relative maybe an uncle maybe a cousin who, yeah. whatever but the whole family makes fun of them right and it's just it's just this thing they get together and they're like no <laughs> Uncle Charlie what a moron <laughs> but
1: but you're nice to their face
0: Ex- well but then and you accept them yeah exactly and then somebody else like a neighbor walks in and they're like oh. yeah what an idiot and you're like yeah. Oh, no. You're like, whoa, whoa! That is a Gordon you were talking about. We may be <laughs> ugly and dumb, so but we clean our plate by God. You shut your mouth. You know, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's, that's that's it. My my car is the goofball relative, dude. That's that's a great reference. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, well, so now obviously, I hope that my goofball relative pulls through. Yes! I hope mm-hmm. I hope it pulls through. But just just in case let's hypothesize real quick what what kind of okay. ca- what kind of car should i get hmm. i mean Dude, you, you got you got to compete with your brother man. Uh, well how about how about i get a huge truck maybe jacked off the ground like 10 feet let everybody go let everybody know i have a huge panace how about that how about that <laughs> or maybe how 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 about a buick there's the, oh yeah. There's <laughs> There's 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 nothing in the world that lets people know you have arrived yes! and lets people know you're an old person that doesn't really care what your car looks like. Yes! Dude, but the new Buicks, man. People don't even know they're Buicks. Let's go ahead and face it. A Buick is basically like Nike Air Monarchs or New Balances as a car. Uh, That's a perfect, perfect metaphor. It's pretty much that's it right there. You say, hey, this car is practical and comfortable. I don't care what it looks like. That's basically (laughs) what you're saying. Yes. Yes. How, or lastly, how about a big juicy van, Hmm. you know? Dude, I don't
1: know if I could see oh, you in a, on. The only thing is is that you can
0: pack a bunch of your gear like random things for activities. Yeah. Yes. Maybe, maybe roughly the same age as me, like a real old van with some oh, s- wow. sweet shag carpet
1: on it. Maybe Wait, are you talking about like a like a Volkswagen van? Or maybe. Like a, maybe. Okay. And then maybe okay. I on can the that.
0: side I'll just put a big sign that says will not molest your kids. Just, just so they know. Just so And then the Doc G Show on the <laughs> other side. Or like under it. Or like under it. what good advertising. <laughs> Is that the Doc G Show? Isn't that the ones that don't molest kids? Great. Oh, Great. We should let our kids listen to that show. <laughs> Anyways, how about I say screw automobiles for right now and we fire the show up. Dude, fire up the show. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Man, Dave, I am excited. We got our mans on the show. None other. We got Claude, fly till I die, Lathan. Play the clip. Claude, fly till I die, Lathan! Yes. Yes, we're knee deep in the playoffs right now, I mean, mm-hmm. and Claude is gonna give us the waiters that helps us make it through these playoffs. Right. I can't wait. He's gonna tell us all about the series. Now, what I thought, since we were so slammed packed with guests, hmm. we would have him tell us what he learned via the the first round of playoffs. Since we got a couple of series that are over, He's still going to let us know what he came away with from each series, whether or not they're finished or not. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. But I'm going to tell you, I'm not that excited about this week's birthday suits.
2: Happy birthday, Mr. President.
0: Um oh, not not in my wheelhouse. Oh. I was really when Justin said he had things to do. Uh I was like, "Oh no. Hmm. There go the birthday suits. Jeez. There oh, they go." So out we're, we're going to try. We're going to see. We're going to see. Okay, so here comes the first one. Here we go. Uh All right. ber- born on April 24th, 1964, Jefferson City, Missouri. Our birthday Mm -hmm. suit wearer loved to perform and tell jokes in high school. Our birthday suit wearer developed a severe rash Mm. that was very noticeable on his head. And as a result, Mm -hmm. he started to wear a hat to cover it up all the time. Um, He did stand up for a long time until about 1996 when his friend Steve Harvey invited him to come on the Steve Harvey Show, and be one of the regular cast members. That's a fact. In 2000, our birthday suit wear started on a comedy show called Kings of Comedy with D.L. Hughley, Bernie Mac, and Steve Harvey. After Kings of Comedy, our birthday suit wear performed in several movies, including Big Mama's House, Shop, Johnson's Family Vacation, Be Cool, Madagascar, Cadillac Records, and many others. Name that birthday suit. Where, hmm. dude? A barbershop, and you got you got all
1: the other guys in that time frame. Yeah, dude, Who? it's gotta be Cedric the Entertainer. There it
0: is. Nicely done. Nice, Let's go. nice, nice. Coming through on the first one. You you lived right. up to it. I like it. I've exceeded expectations. You the already last have. Two can suck. You already have i like it uh, the next one's yeah now, you, one of them you've got. One of them I know you've got. But anyways, nonetheless, happy birthday to Cedric. Happy birthday, said? I did. So what, he's o- he's over 50 now? Uh, Let's see. What do we say? 64? So, yeah, he's 55. 55. 55. Yeah, dang. He, happy birthday, I said. I had no idea. It was a rash was why he wore that hat. Nope. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I just thought it was
1: kind of like the style, you know?
0: Apparently, he said he he stopped wearing hats as much. He's no longer embarrassed by it, and he, he wears wears it at pride now as far as the rash. He doesn't care. Um, Dave, if you recall, I made a promise to the great listeners of this show. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that promise was that we would leave no stone unturned. Yes, Yes, sir. If something was proposed, by God, we'd follow it up. What you got? And we follow it up in a segment called Previously on the Doc G Show. Mm Mm-hmm. Previously on the Doc G Show. Um, Dave, you may recall that last week I opened last week's show by um, viciously documentary viciously attacking the name Miller. So true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I said I ask you if you'd ever met a cool Miller, Hmm. and I had not. And then and then Justin. He was like, are there even any more Millards in the country? And, you know, as I reflected on the show, I I started to feel bad for Millards out there. You know, Mm -hmm. just Millards being awesome and being Millard. So I was like, there has to be some kind of great Millards out there. And you know what? I started finding Millards all across this great land that are awesome. (laughs) And so for that reason, I am starting a new segment. Called Millard still exists. It's Millard time. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's right. This week's Millard. Are you ready for this week's Millard Day? Hmm. Let me let me hear what you got. Doctor Millard Alexander. Yes. Wow. Distinguished professor in chemistry at the University of Maryland. Hit the horn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And let me tell you, if you didn't think Miller's party, I direct the listener to Dr. Alexander's paper on non-adiabetic effects in the paradigm of fluorine, hydrogen, and oxygen-hydrogen reactions. You read that it, paper and tell me they don't party with a straight face. I dare you.
1: If that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will.
0: It's Miller Mil- 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 time. <laughs> That is right, Dave. That is right. Maybe maybe I didn't convince you of his party abil- abilities. Hmm. But I've got something that might convince you. Let me give you a little quote from one of his students on ratemyprofessor.com. Are you ready? Say what? Oh, uh, yes. Let's <laughs> it. Here, here we go. Quote: Unapproachable. Comes to class late. Lectures consist of jumble written on the board that is impossible to follow. Works on fear, not on encouragement. He encourages learning the subject for the sake of intellectual curiosity, but he doesn't spark it. This class is torture. What? Oh my gosh! I mean, that sounds like this dude gets tore up from the floor up, am I right?
1: He's he's hungover, stumbling in the class late,
0: man. man man if that didn't convince you let me remind you that dr alexander has been teaching chemistry since richard nixon took the presidency that is right my gosh and lastly dave i don't mind telling you you can't spell millard alexander without dime that's a fact as in dime piece because that's exactly <laughs> what he is. A dime piece of oh, man yeah. candy. He's, he's a stud. <laughs> that's how Millard effing p- p- party. Woo! I am jazzed after that, <laughs> Millard. Are you jazzed?
1: Dude, uh, y- your, your hypeness has got me sweating.
0: My gosh, I want to meet Millard Alexander. He seems like a dream. Nonetheless, are you ready to rip some headlines, Dave? Oh, my goodness. Rip it. <laughs> It's now time for R.I.P. from the Headlines. Yes. Yes. First off, uh, Dave, a celebration point. Um, We have a birthday suit that really didn't fall on today. Uh, This past weekend, April 21st, Queen Elizabeth, 93. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Happy birthday to the Queen. That's right. Long live the Queen. Ninety three. Congratulations, Queen. You keep living. Yes. You keep living. I don't want to see your one thing, of thing, Queen. I don't want to see one of those princes get the throne. You keep going. Nope. No offense, princes, but I just like the Queen better. She seems to not handle humor well. Yes. It makes me laugh. Yes. Nonetheless, Dave, are you ready for a heartwarming story? I'd love one. Nice. Well, Sarah Hensley, a Maryland 10-year-old, she recently won the Zaner-Bloser National Handwriting Competition. I probably didn't say that right, but that's the way I read it. Who cares? Uh, She won a National Handwriting Competition. This Mm -hmm. is obviously extremely impressive. Yes! But it's all the more impressive considering that Sarah doesn't have... Hands. Say what? Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. She was she was born with a genetic deformity, has no hands, and won a handwriting competition.
1: Yeah, yeah. Something like that sounds so subjective. Like who thinks their handwriting's the prettiest? But like if uh, if her handwriting is even close to the best with no hands, like that's amazing.
0: Exactly. After winning the award, she said, "The things I can't do." I try to figure out ways I can do it, and I try my best to make it work. Her sister is always there to help her. Last year, her sister Veronica made her a set of hands so they could play different games together. That's right. That's right. Uh, creative, creative sister right there. Dude, man. I
1: love that man. I need, love it.
0: Need, need to uh, uh, catch her up with a uh, hand solo that we uh, that we uh, talked about. That's, I mean, that dude. He yeah, made one he, out of he Legos. He built the robotic, yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, she said, anytime I fail, I just keep doing it with Veronica cheering me on, and I can always get to the top. Sarah, oh. Sarah, you go. You and Veronica, you go. You can accomplish Y-G-G, anything.
1: you go, girls. That you is go.
0: right. That is right. Dave, uh, have you ever found anything interesting on the sidewalk?
1: Hmm. No, dude. I hate... I. So one time I found a dollar bill yeah. it was, it was it was a poop dollar
0: oh no yeah. that's the worst they tricked you man
1: they got there was someone watching me I they I tr- couldn't find them but they got me good
0: they tricked you good man Ugh. well a dude in Chicago he found something interesting uh, he was walking down first block uh, East Benton. Around 9:30 uh, a.m., when uh-huh. uh, it, he looked to see uh, what seemed to be a pile of body parts, Word. and on closer inspection, they were hearts. Word, hearts. Yes, yes. Uh, they seemed to be human hearts. Bro, come on. Yeah, yeah. What this, the heck, dude? This is where the police uh, stepped in. And uh, they took the hearts to Cook County Medical Examiner where it was mm-hmm. concluded not human hearts. Nice.
1: So nice. what kind of hearts were they? Well,
0: the medical examiner couldn't uh, determine what kind of hearts mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I'd probably have a pretty difficult time doing that. Yes! but But yeah. I, I feel like that's something the medical examiner should probably be able to do, right? Yes! Shouldn't... Uh. Yeah, you know. Shouldn't, I mean... Right? Shouldn't they be able to be like, uh, this is a this is a bear heart? Or like, this is a pig heart? Like, I don't feel like... Some sort of like blood test or something. I feel like something should be able to give it away. Not them like, just eyeballing it right now. Hmm. This isn't a human heart. Nope. I'm I'm putting it out there. Like, I feel like... I'm no comparative physiologist. But I feel like that should be able... Something they should be able to do. Then the other question... Who's dropping off Animal Hearts in the middle of downtown Chicago? Mm.
1: Yeah, so many questions.
0: Very weird. Very weird. Dave, uh, do you remember when we talked about Paul Revere on the show? Hmm. Uh, vaguely. Yeah, we talked about Paul Revere when our good friend El Jefe May was on the show. That's right. So mm-hmm. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. good good friend El Jefe May, also uh, known as the White Hot Sex Bomb. So true. Um, yes. Hmm. We, uh, uh, I questioned why Paul got all the credit when you had other riders like Israel Bissell, who went like five times as wrong li- uh, long a ride. That's right! Right, you, like, right to the get different cities. Credit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, apparently, uh, Paul, uh, he could also, he could craft the some silver. Word. You don't even okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he was a silversmith. That's a fact. And uh, to commemorate the 244 year celebration of his ride. Wait, what? Which, mm-hmm. what a very peculiar year to celebrate. Uh, yeah, odd. Guys, 244. We're not waiting for 250. No. It's Chaz's play. Everybody, there could be an apocalypse huh? during that time. So we got to go 244 right now. Right now. That's a fact. Nonetheless, uh, New Orleans Antique Gallery, MS Row, they're showing off some of his silver works. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They've it's interesting g- they're doing it there, too.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, I don't know how they got it, but they got all this gear down in uh, New Orleans. So true. Uh, and it, they're including a coffee pot that he crafted. Coffee pot that Paul Revere crafted and signed, valued at $1.85 million. What? Holy crap. Yeah. I've got to say, even if I had $90 billion, I don't think I'd buy that coffee pot. Nope. Nope. I I have no interest in owning that coffee pot.
3: What are
1: you going to do with it?
0: Like, I'd have more interest in owning just like Paul Revere's signature. That's a fact. Much more. Yeah. Than, yeah. than a coffee pot like I agree there's, with that. there's no way that like i would be like oh my god guys look at that coffee pot over there on my on my dresser that's you a know paul who made that? that's a paul revere classic right there <laughs> yeah yeah they'd be like
1: the, the rider and you're like yeah they'd yep. be
0: like who what didn't he ride a horse and i'm like and crafted the sh- some yeah. silver yeah Learned look at that, that
1: freaking coffee pot
0: learn your history a hole or get out of my house um <laughs> Dave, did you ever play cops and robbers when you were a kid? Oh
1: yeah, dude, always.
0: Nice, nice. Have you ever thought about continuing that as an adult?
1: Hmm. Um. Nope. Not since the uh, the
0: park days. Good okay. Old park days. Okay. Well, apparently there was a feller in uh, Hillsborough County, Florida, uh, that felt mm. like continuing this. Nice. Yeah. yeah uh, so this past uh, week, 26-year-old Matthew Aris He was driving down uh, in his SUV equipped with uh, red and blue flashing lights, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like the undercover uh, flashing lights. Yeah. Uh, He decided he was going to pull someone over. Word. Yeah. So he flipped the lights on and started tailing a car. Uh, Surprisingly, the car didn't pull over, though and uh the reason the driver didn't pull over was because he was an actual undercover detective in an Dude, unmarked car right Girl, come on. right so this undercover detective called the dispatch and in a few moments uh, a couple other deputies come up behind aris who's trying to pull over this undercover cop and uh they arrested aris yeah Jeez. yeah and he admitted to the cops when they pulled him over, he installed the lights and used them to get through heavy traffic. That was his main use, right? He would turn them on, flip through heavy traffic, people would pull Bob, over. This guy's
1: a genius.
0: I've got to say though, that still doesn't explain why he tried to pull over the undercover cop. Yes! Like what Dude, are you This guy
1: like pulled over like a white Chevy and Paula. That's a fact. Like, like, let me like, What,
0: are, what are you gonna do though? Like, what are you trying to like write him a fake ticket and have him to go to fake court? Like, what was the plan there hmm. that you were gonna pull him over? Like, there's nothing you can do. Like, cops don't just collect fees. You're not gonna go up to him and be like, Hey, give me three thousand dollars because I'm a cop. <laughs> like, if you do that, they're gonna call the real cops. Like, what was his plan? Yeah. I don't know. Stupid. I don't know. Dave, I haven't done this in a while. Are you ready for just a headline? Hmm. Okay, I'll take that. Okay, here's the headline. Quote Mother pulled apart displays in store. Son exposed himself, and dog stole cornbread all at Walmart. Wow, what a title. <laughs> You know what? On this one, though, I couldn't leave it alone. I had to look this one up. I had yeah, to look you, it up.
1: You have to deep dig deeper into that. So,
0: so this happened at a Walmart in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Okay? So Lisa Smith came into the store with her son and her dog, Bo. Beau. Uh, Bo Beau is not a service dog, and he was not on a leash. Hmm. So... Okay. Lisa apparently just immediately goes in the store and starts ripping things off the store displays and throwing them in her cart. Word. And uh, All right. when staff members saw this, they were like, uh, yeah, so you're going to need to leave the store. She wasn't having any of it, though, and uh, Lisa started performing karate moves on the employees. Oh, this escalated quick. They didn't
1: say that in the title.
0: No, no, there was too much to to have it all in there. So the police were called in, of course, to deal with Smith. While they're dealing with Smith, Smith uh, Smith's son, which I got to say he's got a pretty good name, Benny Van... That's his name. All right. All Benny right. Van starts making his way to the back of the store where he just casually takes all of his clothes off. Word. And just starts showing himself off to customers like, hey, here's my goods. Hmm. And they were like, uh, pass. How old and, is this kid? Uh, I th- in his 20s, I think. Um, oh, much older than expected. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so he just takes off some clothes off a mannequin and puts them on. Uh, So, of course, the other officers were called to the back to try to stop Benny. And apparently, he tried to run over one of the officers on his scooter. What? Wait, what? What? Where did that come from? I don't know. They didn't explain it. I don't know if he was riding the scooter the whole time naked and then got some clothes and then tried to run him over or what. All the while, Lisa's unleashed dog went to the food aisle, found himself some cornbread muffins, and carried Torn them out up. of the store. Girl, come on. Oh, my gosh. Just like so, that, out. <laughs> so they were all arrested. They were all arrested. Uh, Smith was arrested on disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. Um, Van was arrested on lewd and lascivious behavior. That's right. Lascivious made it back into the story. Somebody mm. else on lascivious behavior, and Bo was sent to the Humane Society. Oh! So I got, I got, I got to be honest. Bo's the big loser here. He, oh yeah. He had no idea what was going on, and he's actually got some big things on the line here. So if you're in Wisconsin and you need a dog, go, go, go get Bo. Go pick up Bo. He needs a home, and don't, oh. don't take him to Walmart anymore. Yes! Don't. <laughs> bring some corn muffins for him. brings Bring some structure to his life. He needs structure.
1: Structure. structure. A structured home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dave, uh, last story of the week. I'm sure you saw this in the news, but... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Notre Dame Cathedral partially burned last week. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I saw that. Crazy. The the cathedral completed in 1345. Wow. So it's Jeez. roughly a few years older than the Queen of England. hi <laughs> just oh. Just poking at you, Queen. You're cool. Don't worry about it. You're like, what is she? She's... She's uh, 7, 18 90, She's eighteen years younger than the dude, the oldest dude in, in England. So she's young. That's, that's a fucking baby. She's so young. I was just kidding, Queen. Don't send assassins. I'm sorry. I'm Thank sorry. Thank you. Uh, it's 674 years old, Dave. Jeez. 674 wow. years old. That's Pe- crazy to think. People were pretty upset, and it's understandable. Notable architecture. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, uh, in one day, one day after it burned, over a billion dollars was raised. Wait, what? What the heck? And I mean, that's awesome. That's great. I love the I love the activist idea. But at the same time, when you take a step back and you're like, out of all the things, hmm. all the problems what? in the world, hmm. we've got. Education problems, rainforests being destroyed, species becoming extinct, people dying from disease and famine, and then we got a building that burns. Hmm. Well, dude, and that's the thing is like within,
1: you know, minutes, hours, you hear guys donating hundreds of millions of dollars to this thing. Yeah. And and just imagine what like the third world countries could do You're like, with all that money. Where
0: Where's that money came from, man? Where was that when we needed alternative energy supplies or reseeding the green wall of Africa or trying to outfit every house of America with a guard llama? So true. These are necessary things in life. Exactly. We raised $1 billion for a building. Don't get me wrong, I understand the significance of. Of the building. I mean, ask the G-O-D, I understand, but... So true. I, I'm pretty sure if you ask the G-O-D, he'd say, like, one of those options we built, uh, we, we mentioned, probably be better than rebuilding one of his houses. That's right. Right? I think he'd agree. He'd probably be like, yeah, maybe the sick people. Maybe that'd be better. Than or the llamas, or the llamas. Both same as importance. We all know that. That's a fact. Uh, but they are they're they're protesting this right now. It's getting a little it's getting a little chippy in Paris. They they're getting a little chippy about it. And I need I mean like I, I think they can come to an agreement. Like hey you know what we'll put like you know several million towards the Notre Dame Cathedral and then we'll use the rest for something else. How about Sweet. that? How about that? Uh, Dave, we are going to take a break, man. We are going to hear, I'm very excited about this, from our dudes and lady from Bella Vita. That's right. That's Heck right. Yeah. This is a never heard song. This is brand new, worldwide premiere, because that's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. We release things. Yeah, we release things. And this is back again because they are back again right here on the Doc G Show. Keep it locked. Turn it up. Okay. And we are back here on the Doc G uh, Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Dave. Hmm. Guys, check out the podcast. Do it, man. Do it. Not go, only not only that, go Dave. anywhere. I got to tell you this. I got to break in and tell you this. Over 105 stars. Very excited. Very excited. <laughs> We're getting there, boys. Just keep... Um keep propping us up keep, keep pr-
1: hitting the keep doing that give me a compliment yes! you're Justin a compliment give yes! doc a compliment yeah yes!
0: yeah Just hype us up give me the fuel that 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 keeps me alive word that keeps me going guys that i need fire it fire under his tush that hot fire Girl, come on yes i need it super hot fire www.docgshow.com check it out please dave it's time Shout outs. Shout outs. Hey, where are we going? Who who listened to us this last week? We got some pretty interesting ones here. We got some real interesting ones. I'm going to screw up all the names. So true. All Uh, of them. I can't wait. These are almost all international. I think they all are international. I'm very excited about this. Uh, First one. uh, First one. Hot out of Lithuania, Vilnius, oh. Lithuania. Yes. Oh. Shout, okay.
1: shout, shout out.
0: Shout out to the Lithuanians. Out to them. Yes. I love it. Isn't is, it, is, is uh, Porzingis? Isn't he yes, Lithuanian? Yes.
1: Porzingis is Lithuanian. Yes. yes. Shout out to all so the. He, he's probably back there rehabbing or whatever. And, probably. And listening to. Us no
0: doubt. That. Shout out to the unicorn. Shout out. Um, Dave. Shout out to the neutral folks in Zurich, Switzerland. Yes. Okay. I love it. I love I love them. They're fantastic. My brother's went there. Gorgeous. He says it's gorgeous, Dave. I bet. I Bet. All right. Back up to our folks in the Northland. Tabor Canada shout Shout out out. to Tabor Canadians. Yes, I love it. It's probably get starting finally to get fairly nice, maybe. It's
1: like in the positives now.
0: Yeah, we got we've got non-freezing temperatures. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Uh, shout out. We're going across the pond again to Sharjah. Sharjah, United Arab Emirates. Yes. Oh
1: dude, you said that perfectly.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I You're pro- welcome. probably did not, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh shout out to one of the biggest places in the world, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yes. Shout out. This is Brazil. Brazil. Yes. yes, yes. Back across the ocean again. Shout out to Cairo, Egypt. Yes. Shout out.
1: Always wanted to go to Cairo.
0: Haven't made it there yet, I hear it's nice, I hear it's nice. Um, Here we go, we're gonna go up to Europe. Shout out to Warsaw, Poland. Shout out? Yeah, right, yes. Shout out? Uh, uh, Here we go, this one's for, this one's for, uh, this one's for Justin not being here. Uh, Shout out to Makati City, Makati City in the Philippines. I was oh, gonna, yes. He's gonna his
1: ha- his long-lost relatives.
0: I was going to ask him if he had any relatives in Makati. I don't know where his relatives are in the Philippines. I mean, hmm. he told us last week that he rode a Kawasaki motorcycle somewhere, somewhere yep. in the Philippines. Could have been Makati. I don't know. Could have Definitely been. Definitely Uh, Shout out to Montevideo, Uruguay. Shout yes. Out. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. The capital. The capital of Uruguay. Uh, really? Okay. Yes. I remember from my Espanol classes. Um, shout out. Watch me be wrong, even. <laughs> <I'm Yeah>. like, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I, I remember that vividly. Nope. My Spanish teacher's like, nah, moron. That's a fact. Uh, shout out to Puebla mexico yes 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 all our spanish-speaking friends and our last shout out shout out to barcelona spain shout out
1: shout out to barcelona
0: Thank you, everyone, for the listens. Very strong, very strong listens this week. I think I I tip my hat to the common kings. I like to think they had a lot to do with it, those guys.
1: We need to to change your name to Dr. Worldwide. Mm.
0: Dr. Worldwide. I like it. Me uh, me and Pitbull in the running, Mr. Worldwide and Dr. Worldwide. (laughs) I obviously am better because I have a doctorate degree. So take that, Pitbull. (laughs) until yep. you get on my level until you get your PhD of uh, hip-hop I don't know That's right Hip-hop or drinking Dr. Pepper he does so true That's true he does advertise for Dr. Pepper which is a doctor's drink. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll give him an honor at doctorate, mm, you know maybe maybe, maybe. Uh, nonetheless Dave, it's time for our second birthday suit. Mm. All right here we go. This one's in your wheelhouse. Athlete, okay. athletics, athletics. Here we go. Birthday suit wearer was born April twenty fourth, nineteen seventy two, in Deland, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. right.
1: close. Okay. Yeah.
0: At a very young age, our birthday suit wearer loved to play baseball because one, his father coached baseball. Yes! Our mm-hmm. birthday suit wearer enrolled in is it is it Bowles? Is that how we say it? Bowles school bowls. in Jacksonville. Yep. Yes.
1: Baseball player, Bowles yes, what, Chipper Jones.
0: Oh, look at you go. Look Dude. at you go. My I, goodness. I knew I, I know this. Like that's I, my city. I told you, if it was I I was like this one was the one I was not worried about. Wheelhouse, sports, your city, obviously. So yep. he he was at Bulls 65-19, won a state AA championship, went on to the Atlanta Braves, picked overall number one. Uh, Went on eight-time All-Star, World Series champion, MVP, two-time Silver Slugger, retired in the Braves Hall of Fame, and the Baseball Hall of Fame. Chipper Jones turning the big... Happy birthday, Chipper. 47. Big 4-7. Big 4-7. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday, Chipper. So, Dave, Hmm. I've been on a roll recently, and I think we need to do it again. I am going to do another... Why some things that don't suck. Yes!
1: yes. Dude, I love it when things don't
0: suck. Things that don't suck. A list of consisting of Paul Rudd and whatever the doc wants to say now. Well, we've got another one. Uh so Dave, uh you are well aware. Hmm. I don't claim LeBron James is the greatest of all time. Nope. That is reserved for one, the only, Michael Jordan. In fact, I may not even put him second or third. But, but, that's not to say he's not dominating in some other facets outside of basketball. So true. And one of those, Dave, you may recall that this past August, LeBron James opened a school known as the I Promise School. Yes. In Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, it's a public school he founded for at-risk students in conjunction with Akron Public Schools and the LeBron James Family Foundation. He gives donations to this school, but it still is a public-funded school. Um, Well, I've got good news out of the school. Uh, measures of academic progress testing from the fall to the winter period at the school showed 90% of the students who started the school year at least one year behind their grade level met or exceeded their expected growth in math and reading. Sweet. Test scores Damn. increased at a higher than 99 out of 100 schools in the Northwest for school norms. Yes! yeah wow yeah third graders went from the first percentile the first percentile to the 18th percentile in math that's right moving from intensive tier to support to uh targeted levels of support fourth graders went from the second percentile to the 30th percentile percentile in math Um, very impressive yes yes and the school which is a year round operation provides daily breakfast lunch snacks for the students also provides education career and emotional support for the parents the bulk of the school year is August through May but all the students also participate uh, in a seven week summer school program so yes they are Dude. they are doing it at the I Promise School, leading the way. Yes! I love to hear that, man, because you hate to hear
1: about one kids who don't even get food on the table. Yeah. So, to be able to f- do the meals and stuff. Yeah. One, then they help the parents out. Yeah. So that just makes the home life better. It's all And it, then they're getting smarter.
0: It's it's a whole it's a whole life process. He understands it's not just the education. You can't just try to teach them things when they can't focus because they're hungry or they don't have a good home to go to. Nope. Very, yep. very supportive. Hats off to you, LeBron James. Things that don't suck. Yes.
1: Yeah, shout out to you for being a great role model. Love y- it.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Dave, it's time. Quote of the day. Are you ready? Sweet. Yes, sir. Okay, so if you recall, we had Norm MacDonald still on the table, and we have Dave Chappelle still on the table. We add now another stand-up comedian that I love, Brian Regan, who is also on the table. So take your pick. Who do we want? Hmm. Let's do Mr. Chappelle. Mr. Chappelle, quote, no matter how old you are, if a little kid hands you a toy phone... You answer that phone. So true. End quote. End quote. I agree, Amen. Dave Chappelle. You never get too old to answer that phone. You answer that phone. You see who's calling. So true. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. Next week, we'll still have Norm MacDonald, which is one of my faves. Brian Regan as well. And someone new on quote of the day. Words All- of wisdom. All righty, guys. Get ready. Get ready. Claude, He's coming. He's coming. Uh-oh. Claude Man will be on with us here in just a few seconds. Keep it locked.
4: Hey, what's up? This is Rock Montana. This is Mucho Yellow. And it's rockin' yellow. And you're listening to the Doc G Show. From 803 to 904. The
0: best show on the radio. You dig? And we are back here on the Doc G Show. And of course, like I promised, we've got none other. That's right, everybody. Your favorite. Claude, fly till I die. Lathan. Claude, fly till I die. Lathan! Claude, what's happening, man?
3: Man, I am so happy to be back on the show. Playoffs are getting going. I mean, it has been... An incredible first round already. A lot of storylines we weren't expecting. Just great stuff happening.
0: I know. I know. I, the, the whole time I've been watching the playoffs, every time I can't help now, that's basically what I think. I'm like, man, Claude has to be so jazzed about this. <laughs> oh, man. And you broke, well, was- real quick, you broke some news. Uh, the, the Close to the show. Shout out to Rich Cho, friend of the show and fan of food for getting the vice president of basketball operations with the Memphis Grizzlies.
3: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Nice. Um. Huge shout out to him, you know, friend uh, friend of the show, and uh, wish him the best of luck, obviously, but that's a that's a huge gig for him. Very yes. happy for him.
0: Yeah, I shot, I shot out a, a little DM, yes. because that's how big we are here. I shot out a DM to him, and he actually responded. <laughs> Can you believe that? Woo. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was waiting for him to just completely breeze over it and be like, oh, those D-heads. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but he was actually nice, man, because he's Rich it. Cho, and he's nice. Yes. Anyway. I guess you could say that's rich. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um We are gonna go around. We have a little bit less of a round table thanks to Justin not being here. Yeah. <sighs> Nonetheless, we are gonna I'm gonna send it back and forth between Dave and Claude. We're gonna talk about each one. What up? A- what I want to do is talk about each one of the playoff series, and I want to get Claude's opinion on each one. Not necessarily uh, not necessarily what's going on, because a couple of these have already ended, but I want to know what Claude learned from each one of these series.
3: Great question.
0: Hmm. Uh, along with that, Sorry, my headphone cord got tangled up there. Wait, what? I almost almost got choked by my own my own headphone cord. It was <laughs> it was touch and go there for a second, Claude. I got a little scared for my, my safety. So true. <laughs> um, nonetheless, we're gonna shoot it back and forth. Claude's gonna break down each one of the series. Tell us what he learned from that series, and then Dave, of course, I'm gonna ask you a zinger of a question. They don't have that. It's gonna be it's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be tough get ready prepare mentally prepare okay so first off claude we are going to start with the detroit milwaukee one versus eight what did you get from this one
3: oh man so you know this wasn't fair before it began uh milwaukee is what the san antonio spurs used to like to call themselves i don't even know if they like to call them but just a well-oiled machine so machine. true uh i think when you look at the team they you know they're missing their their uh you know glue guy if you want to call him that or consider him that and malcolm brogdon Children, still with injury. Right. but you know they've had all these other players that were kind of written off Brook lopez lakers didn't want to resign him. you know they've got Decent uh, backups to their all stars. Chris Middleton is definitely one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Skiza, guy right yes. there from my former league in high school. Shout out to Skiza. I was about uh, to but, say,
0: shout out <laughs> South Carolina player right there.
3: Yes, yes, from Charleston, South Carolina. But man, he's uh, he's been something else this year. Definitely deserving of the first All Star nod. And um, Detroit's just been undermanned and. Uh, it wasn't much of a series to begin with. Blake Griffin comes back in Game 3, and, you know, he tries. I think he has around 27 points, and, you know, he tries to bring them. He looked pretty good. Them. Yeah, I mean, he looked good, but I don't know if he's 100% yet. I just think that, you know, Milwaukee's they're too strong. They they weren't, you know, going to be challenged that much in this round, which is maybe good, a good thing for them. They can have rested legs going into the second round, and, and they're going to need it.
0: Right, right. Dave, here's your question. You ready? Yes, sir. If you had to live... In Detroit or Milwaukee, which one would you choose? And be aware, you're most likely going to offend the city that you don't choose.
2: Well,
1: I feel like I'm going to offend both of them. Like, Detroit, you hear about being, like, one of those, like, scary cities. Like, you don't want to be so there true. in the dark. But Milwaukee, like, what's there to do in Milwaukee? You know, like, like there, there's, the, there's the Harleys and cheese like
0: they've got they've got <laughs> subs man i forget what the sub place is called It's like cousin subs or something like that i, feel, I don't know man is it I, I feel like it is it's I, cousin subs they we'll have, have to deal look it with up milwaukee they look like they got some good <laughs> subs man yes! dude but
1: yes! I, I, I think uh, i'll take my risk, my chances and uh I'll detroit rock city yes! oh okay <laughs> all right man oh
0: D- rough rough i'm rough i'm rough and tough (laughs) like it man all right claude all right break it down two versus seven here toronto versus the magic hmm
3: yeah i mean how about the magic giving toronto a scare at the very beginning in the series it's actually been a competitive series surprisingly uh the only thing you know that we need to do now is put out a couple of missing posters you know uh i don't know if uh, Nikola Vucevic oh, has just decided to go on vacation early or what he's doing but man to get his first all-star nod this season and just he goes from a twenty twenty ten guy in the regular season to you know a 12 and 8 guy in the playoffs yeah. that's, that's not good man that's supposed to be your leader. What I'm seeing in the playoffs this year is a lot of these teams don't have that stu- uh, superstar to rely on. That's right. He- uh, the Raptors, though, man, they've they've just got a squad. Talking about Milwaukee, like I mean, they have every piece to the puzzle. The trades they made at the deadline to get Mark Gasol. I mean, they've moved around different pieces. Yes. They just look good.
0: Nice, nice, Dave. Yep. Based on the growth that we've seen, as Claude was talking about how Orlando looked. Should we go ahead and schedule our friend Mike Charette on the show to talk about the 2020 NBA champion Orlando Magic? Hmm.
1: Dude, I mean, like Claude was saying, they, they're competitive, and yes! if the pieces show up, you know, I'm I'm all bored jumping on that bandwagon.
0: Do you think <laughs> Mike has already reserved box seats for next season? Oh, yeah, he's he's all in. One hundred percent. He's got the cash flow. Well,
1: I, and and you're in you're in Orlando, so you're, they're already saying they're the national champions and this and that. So why not just give you know the Magic their their NBA title before the season starts?
0: Say say what's up, UCF. I see. Ya. I see. Ya. Yeah. All right, Claude. What do we say about this 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 fiery this fiery season uh, 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 group we have with the Sixers and Brooklyn? These guys, it's it's a, it's 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 a series that's kind of scary, a little scary,
3: man. It's been so much fun. Surprisingly, you know, the biggest headline I think for the playoffs, uh, you know, the past couple years—not couple, but the past decade—has been LeBron James. And yeah. then going into this playoffs, you know, or these playoffs, you don't think that there's that big of a storyline. So the biggest storyline remains that it's still LeBron James. It's just the fact he's not in the playoffs.
0: He's dancing. So true.
3: Jared Dudley is waving his matumbo finger saying, "Uh uh-uh-uh. Let me let me talk let me get some publicity here. Let me talk about my game and uh, let me get into this or under the skin of Ben Simmons a little bit. I think that has been so much fun to watch. If you made Jared Dudley and Ben Simmons the same player, they'd be the perfect player because Wait, all Ben Simmons needs a jump shot. That's true. And Jared Dudley's hit more threes this series than he has his entire career. That's... So I'm just I'm just saying that I mean could be the perfect player, but look, it's been fun to watch.
0: Nice, nice. Uh Dave. Yeah. Jared Allen, uh, would he look cooler or less cool without the headband?
1: Hmm. Uh dude, I, I like the headband, man. It's just when you see a guy with a headband, they're just they're not fooling around. They they mean business. So okay, like, do you
0: like the one that's the tie in the back like he's got? Like he because he, he usually wears the one that you got a tie in the back. Or would you? Reckon? Yeah, dude. I'm all in on that. Nah, dude, I'm all he
1: because he, he, you know, he's rap he, like he's tying, he's double knotting it. Cause the he's the work, style, dude. the the he's Rambo the style. I understand. It's like a bandana.
0: Yeah. Yes! I didn't even know those were legal, but I love it. It's it's legal. <laughs> They're much more popular, and this is not. I'm not throwing shade. Nope. They're much more popular in the WNBA. Lots of ladies wear the top Oh, dude, that's shade. No, no, That's it's not. It. It's not. A lot of ladies wear the tie. <laughs> I have a tie headband. So true. I wear the tie in the back headband a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> that happens some in the uh, WNBA. I think because they u- usually have more hair. That's just my guess. That's a fact. Um, mm-hmm. Nonetheless, uh, what about this last series in the East, Claude? We got Boston versus the Pacers. The Pacers mm. uh, are at Opa- o- Ola Depot. Uh, Les Pacers Um, what do we learn in this series
3: exactly what you just said it's been tough for them it really has I I almost feel bad I mean it was a great season after the injury to Oladipo for them to still kind of put together a a good run towards them they lost more games than they'd like probably but they still you know go into the playoffs uh, one of the better seeds and if you want to call it a successful season I I guess you could but um, the issue with them is the fact that it's just like we talked about with Orlando where's the superstar and it was Oladipo they didn't Mm -hmm. have it so they had plenty of chances i mean there was uh what was it game two or three and they end up having the ball in the last like 20 seconds to try and tie or take the lead and you know it's just like three or four turnovers in the last couple seconds because they're not on the same page and look if you have a superstar a kobe a lebron or somebody like that on the team or Kyrie that says hey the ball is coming to me everybody knows it's coming to me i'm still gonna do my thing and even a paul pierce somebody who can take the ball and score it um they just they just didn't have that this series yeah. um I think the X factor for Boston, though, uh, Gordon Hayward, man. I, I would love to see him. He's consistently doing better now than he was at the beginning of the year. It's taken a long time for him averaging the you know, least points per game in almost a decade since his rookie season. Um, but he's, he's going to be a main factor for them. You know, in the playoffs, I think he had, uh, it was like, you know, 10 points, uh, like three of the four games, and then he comes out and closes it out with a 20-point game, and, and he's going to have to do that moving forward. But I like Boston. Indiana just didn't have it.
0: Nice, nice. Dave, uh, I got to ask you, did you see the dunk of Miles Turner? No, man, I I, I didn't see it. Oh, uh, my gosh. Okay, Uh, well, I implore you <laughs> to go look <laughs> at this dunk, and it's on Gordon Hayward. Yeah, um, I
3: just talked him up, and you're going to bring so that
0: true. up. Well, uh, well, I am going to ask you again after you see this. When you, when we take a break, look at that on video, and then I'm going to ask you the question: Does get, uh, Gordon Hayward need to quit basketball, despite of what Claude just said, because right. it was? It was annihilating, yes! I will say yeah. the least. It was annihilating. Yes! And ESPN on their Instagram were like, got to give him credit. And I was like, mm. I would, if I was Gordon Hayward, I would have gotten out of there. I would have been like, no way I'm going up for that one. Yes! I mean, oh, especially yeah. after you break your leg. Come on, you know you you don't have. Yeah, the- you guys. Mm. <laughs>
1: no, you guys. You gotta just stay. You gotta stay on the ground. I think who who said they didn't jump, and that's how they stayed in the NBA so long. Uh. Uh,
0: Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose always said he didn't jump. <laughs> that's he always says that. Uh, and that's not, again, not shade. Nope. That's not shade either because he says it on the on on his podcast. So it's
1: not. No, they said you stay on the ground and you don't get injured.
0: That's right. It's safe on the ground. Nonetheless, we're moving over to the West. Claude, uh, let's talk about that series uh, with the pesky Pat Beverly, Golden State versus L.A. What did you learn from this series?
3: Hmm. Man, that's been fun. It's, a, it's unfortunate we won't get to see Pat Dev go up again. James Harden in the second round. No, I would but love to see that. He would I, totally I uh, get would in his fun. head. Yes, That would be so much fun. But, man, they've uh, – look, the Clippers have been impressive. They're a gritty group. Um, you know, nobody expected them to get into the playoffs. I think that they were expected to win up around 35, 36 games this year. Um, you know, uh, I think that Doc Rivers put it perfect. They're cockroaches. War. I mean, it, it's funny at first when you hear that, but they really just don't go away. and They're, they're pesky. Um, you know, they're annoying. Um, they're a fiery group and, and Pat definitely leads that Cool to see But obviously they're going against the Warriors And hey, I've said You've known this since the beginning of the year Every year I always say When you ask me who my favorite is I, I've taken the Warriors But I say barring injury every single time That's true Look at what happened to Boogie Cousins I think that what we've learned from that series Is that they are vulnerable And nice. we also learned that Kevin Durant is still Kevin Durant
0: That's very true I love that uh, I'm Kevin Durant Kevin Durant. <laughs> I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am? Dave. Yeah. If Kevin Durant, who we were just talking about, decides to leave Golden State Warriors at the end of the season, mm-hmm. should we as a show make a hard promotional push for his sole nickname on his new team to be the Slim Reaper and only the Slim Reaper? <laughs> Dude,
1: I I love the Slim Reaper. I don't know why he doesn't like rep that I more.
0: To that man, he is ending people's NBA career. He has taken <laughs> your basketball soul. He is the Slim Reaper. I love. It's that. a cool nickname. Like, come on, man. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, nonetheless. We're moving on to the two and seven San Antonio versus Denver. I've got a little idea on this one, and I gotta say, what I learned from this San Antonio, San Antonio, don't f with Pop. That's that's what I gotta say about <laughs> this one. What right, do you yeah. have to say, Claude?
3: I, I think that what our biggest question was before the series was: Is Denver going to be, uh, you know, were they a regular season team or can they perform in the playoffs? And after Game One, uh, you know, the Joker kind of—I was scared. I really was. It's like Mucovitch. I I uh, I was scared that he'd disappeared, but he's made strong comebacks. You know, in game three, decides he wants to come out and play a little more. Drops 29, and you know I think it was 29 and 12 or 29 and eight, something like that. And um, he, he's just you know he's such a phenomenal all-around player. It's hard to see. Uh, With those two teams going against each other how Denver doesn't pull it out, but I've seen crazier things happen We all have So, so true in this series. It's like you said. I mean going back to the phrase well oiled machine That's what the Spurs have been for the past 20 years And it doesn't seem like that's switching up no matter the the personnel that they put on the court um, Derek White coming up huge, and you know, it just any given night, one of those guys in the starting lineup, even the bench, can go off for twenty plus points per game. So uh, it it feels a lot closer than a two seven matchup. Feels like you know yeah. a, a four five matchup or something like that. But um, it's been really, really uh, another fun series in the West to watch. Uh,
0: I just I just love it. Two two like two months into the season. Everybody on sports radio was like, oh, well, the, you can kiss that streak g- goodbye. Spurs, no way they're making it to the playoffs. Who's in the playoffs? Eat your words, fellas. Eat your words. They're in the playoffs. <laughs> Pop's in the playoffs. Never playoff, bet against Pop. And he's Never. he's getting drunk every night. Wait, so take what? that. He doesn't care. He's going to get ejected from a game and walk through the set. Did you see that, by the way? Hmm. When they were talking to Denver's coach, and he just like walks <laughs> into their interview, and he's like, hey. Just want to say, good job. And I was
3: like, what? What? He, he asked what happened. He said, yeah. could you tell me what happened in the game? Because I missed it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was just like, man, that jokester. He can do whatever he wants, that pop.
3: Uh, Dave.
0: Yeah. Who do you think will get less TV ratings as they go to the next round? San, San Antonio or Denver? Hmm. Um, I think Denver just because
1: Pop, like people want to see what Pop's gonna do next. He's made himself
0: know. an institution. I see. I see. Right. I like it. I like it. Denver. Like it. Who Denver, cares? Denver. Yeah, they got they got to make
3: a name for themselves. They that's actually yeah. a really great point. You don't see nowadays where the the coaches are just as big or bigger than the players on the team. Yeah. And Pop is definitely you know top five biggest influences in the NBA player or coach. Right.
1: He is. Yeah. I I think when you say Spurs, like. You know, we're past the Ginobili, Parker, Duncan. You know, there's no Kawhi anymore. So it's it's popped. That's the last piece from that era. So true. And the Spurs just don't have that face or name recognition yet to kind of propel that into the upper echelon of, you know, top three, four elite teams right now. So true. So true. Yes!
0: All right. And in that other series of the West, we've got the all of a sudden the amazing, should I say amazing Rockets that just sort of – just came to get, just kept getting better the whole season. And then the Jazz, who I got to be honest, it was a little bit of a letdown this series. I can't decide. Are the Jazz bad or are the Rockets good? Tell us,
3: the Jazz, they're not bad. The Rockets are good. I okay. Mean, there's no question okay. about that. Steadily getting better. Like you said, it's very odd. I mean, at first, you think it's a mellow issue, or you think it's because they lost a glue piece or glue guy like Trevor Ariza, but they just steadily gotten much better. Team chemistry looks awesome. Yes! Um, But I think for Utah, it has been an an unfortunate series. I think for them not to even get a game uh, is pretty tough. Um, But I, I do think that when you look at the makeup of the roster of the Jazz, uh, Kyle Forver said it perfect for him to come out, pull the media members back and say what he did the other night about how <clears throat> Donovan Mitchell to be as young as he is, you know, lead a team like he does yes. uh, play meaningful basketball games, be in a position uh, not only by the coaching staff, but, you know, trust by the players on his team to take those shots and moments, uh, you know, that superstars need to take the shots. And that's what he is. He's a budding superstar. He's going to be a multi you know, year all star in this league. Yes. And, um, to see, you know, the makeup up the roster now, they've got him, they've got Rudy Gobert, and they need a third guy. And that's what they're missing. They don't have that that third, you know, notch on the belt uh, to get him over the hump. I, I think it was pretty obvious the Rockets were going to get this one. I was just, I was expecting more of a, a fight from Utah. A little
0: bit, a little bit. Uh, Dave, hmm, this is a facial hair question for you. And obviously All it's right. going to be about the beard. Um do you think me or you will ever have the facial hair power of James Harden?
1: Hmm. Dude, I don't even think combined we can get close to that. That beard is just spectacular. Like there's something magical in those hair fo- like follicles so true. I don't I don't know what it is, man.
0: Now, I will be <laughs> honest, I was watching uh I was uh I was at my mom's house the other day, right? And I was mm-hmm. watching Get Up yes! and uh mm-hmm. Kendrick Perkins was on yes! there mm-hmm. and uh and my mom was like, Hey, it's that guy. And I was like, What? And she's like, There's no guy.
1: way your mom knows who Kendrick Perkins is.
0: <laughs> she was like, She was like Would with she mistake him with the beard. And I was like, Uh, no, 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 that's not James Harden. She's like, oh, he's got the same beard. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I mean, Kendrick's beard is great, but it's not James Harden's beard. That's that's a retirement beard. That's right. That's a hang the beard in the rafters right there. That's (laughs) what you do. He won't have a jersey. He'll just have a beard up there. You're like, what is that? Is that a bee's nest made out of hair? No. It's James Harden's beard. Show some respect, turd. <laughs>
3: mm.
0: Okay, OKC versus the Trailblazers. What did we learn from this one, Claude?
3: Uh, what we learned is is that uh, Russell Westbrook. Excuse me. Let's start with Damian Lillard. I think we learned that Damian Lillard uh, is playing on a team to beat the the Thunder, but Russell Westbrook's playing on a team to beat. Damian Lillard. Oh. Um, and it's it's really unfortunate to watch because, you know, I've, I'm a big, Russ advocate. I try and stick up for him, even though he's a high-volume shooter with terrible per- percentages. His teammates love him. He is a superstar. All that's undeniable. But, um, you know, it, it, people almost seem surprised that the Thunder, you know, got in with a six seed and, and how they're performing right now. But here's here's the, the biggest thing that I don't know why people don't talk about more. If Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant can't win a championship together, then how the hell are Russell Westbrook and Paul George going to do it? True. I mean, really mm-hmm. and it's no it's no slight to Paul George, it's just it's a it's a factual observation if they couldn't do it barring injury to everybody else in the league teams have done nothing but get better since Kevin Durant left and that's having, you know, part partly to do with him. Yeah. Uh but there's there's no way that that you know uh they can walk on the court and win with Russell being as petty as he has been, trying to rock the baby in front of Damian Lillard and Damian's just given him the business and it's been fun to watch. I I think that it's an unpopular opinion right now, but it is not overstated to say that Damian Lillard is better than Russell Westbrook mm. at this point in his career. Mm. Oh,
0: now, now, that is in team basketball. Do you think... Co- correct. Do you think Dame could beat him one-on-one? What do you think? Mm.
3: That's where the rock and the baby comes yeah. in. Those are different rules now. We're <laughs> yeah. playing balls back. Like, I don't know what all the, the credentials that okay. go in here are Okay. criteria okay. to be, but... Okay. Um, I I do think one on one, that would be uh, man, that would be fun.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I think I think that's where Angry Russ would take over a little bit too much. Either there'd be a fist fight or Russ would win. One of the two. Can we just
3: have a one versus one tournament? We'll get that game, then we'll get Jared Dudley and Ben Simmons, Ooh, and we'll just yeah. create a little matchup of the You know, Pat Beverly and Kevin Durant. Oh, that
0: one, that one. I don't know how close that one's going to be.
3: That it would just be fun. It'd be a two-minute game, but it'd be fun to watch. When you got
0: like out. a when you got like a three-foot advantage on somebody with height and and wingspan, uh, it it really becomes unfair and one-on-one. Uh, Dave, last question for you, man. Um, what price would it take for you to get the Hulu tattoo that Damian Lillard got that says Hulu now has live sports? Mm. Oh man, where where am I putting it? You uh, let's say you can put it anywhere outside of the shorts realm, so you can't put it under shorts.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um, dude, I would put it on the back of my calf for like, hmm, like probably fifty hundred grand I'd probably tattoo it on my body nice
0: nice that's not too high that's not too high I mean the doc
2: I was about to say the doc
0: (laughs) G show listeners definitely can't get that together but uh, plus i would on the
3: record it's documented that we that's all we need
0: plus (laughs) I not that much
3: I would shame
0: the (laughs) listeners anyways because I just shamed them for raising a billion for Notre Dame and not doing it for other things. If we were raising $100,000 just to give to Dave to get a tattoo, that'd be pretty bad as well. Uh, That's right up there. Nonetheless, uh, Claude, our... Uh, is Golden State the thoroughbred that's still leading this race? Hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, even with the Boogie injury, like I said, we've seen that they're vulnerable. Um, but, I mean, obviously the four all-stars together can get it done without Boogie. Uh, he was just a very good complimentary piece. So I actually, I think this, this changes. I'll, I'll get to that in a second, actually. But I guess to answer your question first, yes, they're still the favorite. Um You know, Houston's got a really good shot again this year, but it's one of those things where you have to see it to believe it. And so I see it, I'm just not going to believe it. Um, So so what are the
0: tops in top in East, top in West? What does our our finals look like?
3: Hmm. uh, Well, we're going to end up having Golden State have a tough round, but they'll they'll knock off Houston in the second uh, round. And I think, I mean, I think Cortland has a good shot to get to the conference finals. Look, one more injury to the Warriors. I mean, either – I mean, I'm not Draymond necessarily. I don't think he makes enough of an, an impact. He's so smart, you know. But it, stats wise, he does all the little things. He's a seven-seven-seven guy. Yeah, that's um, a fact. I used to love Andre Kirilenko because he was a five-five-five five guy. He always yeah. gave you five in some type of category, you know. Draymond's mm-hmm. that plus some. Um, I, but I think any injury, you know, knock on wood, I don't want to see it. But if, if KD, Steph, or Clay get hurt, um, I don't know if they're going to have enough to to get through it. And look, the backcourt with the Blazers, Damian Lillard and McCullum, putting up. You know, I think in the playoffs, Damien's at like 28 and a half points per game. McCullum's at like 26 and a half. They yeah. are, I said it a minute ago, they are giving the business. Thank so you. that would actually be a lot of fun this year. Think about just like a random NBA finals matchup with, you know, the Trailblazers getting there and they play against, you know, the Raptors, who've War. always been terrible in the playoffs. That that's would true. Be Girl, headlines. That's that's big news. But if, I don't think we're going to get that. I think maybe the Raptors will get there, but I think it's going to be a Warriors Bucks finals.
0: Warriors Bucks. I like it. I like mm. it. Greek freak. He look. You know, the Greek freak has really won me over this year with his, yes! with his no nonsense man. Like they're yeah. all like, "Hey, let's have fun and games," and he's like, "Screw your fun and games. I'm here to win." And I'm just like, God, oh, Jesus, that guy's scary. Yes! I Sort of. He
3: uh, that dunk he had on the fast break. Of oh I yeah. Had like half a foot from the free throw line. Wow.
0: Woo. He yeah. I mean, I believe me. Talk about one on one. I don't. I don't know. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it, <laughs> nothing gets me more excited than uh than kevin harlan announcing that you know that's a greek god on the television yeah <laughs> yeah he, get, he gets fired
0: up man well i like it i like it milwaukee uh milwaukee golden state go ahead and pencil in listeners it's happening uh claude i want to thank you man for being on the show again so true
3: you know i say this every time always a pleasure um it's uh it's one of those uh shows that I do because I feel bad for doing you know for you and Wait, I, I'm just what? kidding <laughs> look, look, man, always we need time. the
0: help Claude help us <laughs> look
1: no one has your
3: knowledge the rating's high so uh no no thanks a lot as always and um, you know I'm, I'm looking forward to the next time for sure
0: yes indeed uh listeners keep it locked on the playoffs and of course we're going to have him back when we get around the finals time it's going to happen again but keep it locked here on the doc g show we will be right back what's up y'all i'm dalton i'm jake i'm trey we We are are lonely Lonely highway Highway, and you're you're listening listening to the doc g G show show. come Come on. on And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Special thanks, of course, to Claude Fly Till I Die, Lathan. Very excited about all of the NBA. Very exciting. And I mean, I know I know, Claude doesn't want to hear this, but I, I'm pretty happy it's a LeBron-less playoffs. Not just oh. despite LeBron, but because there's so much parody, man. Especially in the East Coast. Like, I don't know who's going to win. Who's yeah, g- the storylines
1: definitely change.
0: I mean, who's you know, going to win? LeBron. I mean, Claude told me Milwaukee, but like mm. as he said, Toronto can win. So true. The Sixers have probably the best starting five of any team. Yes! I mean, you've you've even you've even got the. I mean, what? Boston? Right? They've got the yeah, arguably Boston's the best. Boston got a
1: chance too. Yeah, and you know, if if I hadn't have uh, you know seen that dunk before, I mean. Mm. Goodness mm. gracious. Mm. Miles even, Turner. I would have said even Indiana had a chance if I would seen that dunk earlier. No. But no
0: not anymore.
1: But I, goodness gracious, Gordon Hayward, stay out of the lane, young fella.
0: Miles Turner got up. So true. And he, I mean, just like, I, I don't know. I don't know what, like, I can't say this because obviously I've never been able to dunk like that. Nope. And nor have I ever been in the NBA, nope. so none of this is relevant. But, like, whenever I see that, I'm like... Why don't you just do that every time? That's a fact. Just, oh yeah. Just do that. <laughs> just every right? just, every play. Just go down and dunk on somebody with the viciousness that is inside of you on that play. Yeah. Like there's no way anybody wants to be in front of that. Nope. Uh, no. Nonetheless, Claude told me that Milwaukee and Golden State is going to be in the final, so I bet $85,000 on so it. So true. Like that All guy right. from the Masters. Um, on Tiger. That's a lie. I didn't do that. Nope. I didn't do it. Nonetheless. Nonetheless. Responsible. Yeah, I'm respon- responsible. I'm responsible and poor. Um, okay. Okay. Nonetheless, we are going on to our last birthday suit, Dave. This is right, a toughie. Hmm. This okay. is a toughie. Here we go. Born on April twenty fourth, 1982 in Fort Worth, Texas. Our birthday suit wearer was the youngest of three siblings. Her parents divorced at the age of six. Our birthday suit wearer performed in the choir and several musicals during high school. She ended up receiving very a good amount of scholarships for singing. From great mm-hmm. music schools, University of Texas, University of North Texas, Berkeley College of Music. Say what? Mm-hmm. But she decided to turn them down to try her hand in her own music career. Mm. Yeah. So she she right. she turned down two recording contracts from Drive and Interscope because she said they tried to pigeonhole her as bubblegum pop. Wait, what? But then she appeared on the inaugural season of American Idol, which she went on to win. Word. And was signed to a contract with RCA Records. She went on to record Thankful, Breakaway, My December, All I Ever Wanted, Stronger, Wrapped in Red, Piece by Piece, and The Meaning of Life. Dude, come on. You gotta give me more credit, man. That's Kelly Clarkson. Yes! All right! It was was the American Idol. He does it. I love American Idol. Who doesn't freaking love American Idol? Ah, me, sort of. I mean, no offense, uh, American Idol. <laughs> come on. I can, I can honestly say, uh, listeners, don't be offended by this. I've never watched an episode. Nope. Not a single episode. Wow. Not a Dude, single. you would like it. You would yeah. like it. I would like it. But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing with all of those. I don't have time. So true. Not to say yeah, that I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not super important. I'm trying to make this show listenable, okay? That's a fact. I need to make this show worth listening to. Yes! Not watch other shows and say, Wow, this show's good. Way better than my piece of crap show. That's a fact. I need to make my show good, you know? That's what I gotta okay. put my time into. Fair enough. Fair Nonetheless, enough. Nonetheless, happy birthday to Kelly Clarkson 37. Hall- happy birthday, Kelly. Big three seven. Big three seven uh Dave this is all for this show but we've got some great ones coming up man. We've got so Roger we got coming Roger mooking. Yeah, Roger Mooking from the Ooh. Cooking Channel, Man Fire Food, Man's Greatest Foods. He is the the host. Yes. He also has his new album coming Eat Your Words. It's awesome. I can't wait for that.
1: I know. That sounds awesome.
0: It is. It is. Josh Johnson, he's coming on the show, great comedian out of New York. He's been working on the Daily Show. He's worked on the Tonight Show. He's out Very touring cool. with Trevor Noah. Very cool. We've got Billy Lee from Vanderpump Rules coming on oh, the show. Oh, shoot. That's right. We've got My Hero Zero, a fantastic band out of uh, out of Pennsylvania. Sweet. They're rocking it up there. Uh, they actually, Common Kings will vouch for those guys. Common Kings was very impressed watching uh, My Hero Zero. And just right. found out today they agreed to an interview Matt Stoney competitive eater gonna be on the show. Oh yes. yeah. This guy if you haven't watched his YouTube, which you probably have cuz he has 7 million viewers. Say what? 7 million subscribers this guy. That's a roughly 7 million subscribers than we have. He yep, just a little bit more. He eats ridiculous things. Ridiculous. He ate 1,000... Ridiculous things and lots of them. Yes, he ate 1,640 French fries at once. Mm. 1,640 of them. He ate 340 packets of Pop Rocks. Wait, what? At once. I watched
1: that one. That one hurt my stomach.
0: Oh, It hurt my stomach too, man, but he's going to be on the show. All of those people are going to be on the show. I'm very excited. (laughs) yeah. But until next week, guys, I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Dave Burles Berlin. Dude, it's been a fun time, as always. See you next week. Fantastic, guys. And until next week, zip it up and zip it out.
1: Zippity-doo-dah.